Welcome to the Milk Bottle Shopify e-commerce podcast, brought to you by Milk Bottle Labs, one of the world's top-rated accredited Shopify experts. Our founder, Keith Matthews, interviews Shopify folk to share as many Shopify tips and tricks as possible. This podcast is kindly supported by our two favorite Shopify tools we install in every store, Rewind.io and Clavio. Rewind is the leading backup solution for Shopify stores. Let's just say it's the cheapest insurance policy you'll ever get for your Shopify store, protecting all of your valuable data. And Clavio is our preferred automated email solution and is trusted by over 65,000 brands worldwide. Keep listening. We have some special offers for our podcast fans. Now over to your host, Keith Matthews. Hey folks, welcome back. My guest today is Daniel Gurevich from Kimonix. Daniel is based in Tel Aviv and Kimonix is a wonderful, wonderful Shopify app which adds personalization and advanced analytics to enhance your merchandising abilities in your Shopify store. It fills a major platform gap in Shopify where sorting collections is limited and is sometimes passed to the team for execution. So I have to say this is an application that we have begun to install in a lot of stores. So Daniel, how are you? Hey Keith, how are you? Not Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Always good, Daniel. Always good. We're on email back and forth. We're, we're, we're using your app. We spoke to each other maybe nine months ago initially. And I remember when we spoke before, you're based in Tel Aviv. And am I right in saying that there is a very, very hot startup community over there? We're called the Startup Nation for a reason. Yeah, basically many entrepreneurs here, many startups. Marion, you can see it all over the news all the time. The investments, a lot of unicorns, a lot of... A lot of new companies, tech companies. So yeah, things are blooming here in, in that sense. Daniel, is there a reason for that culture? Is it driven by the government? Is it driven by the education system? Like how does that all of a sudden rise? I mean, that's not a new thing. It's, I'm assuming it's taken years and years to build that culture. I think that if we get into a, <laughs> it's a more a general, uh, you know, cultural conversation, but I think that Israelis are never relaxed. And sometimes it's for the it's for the good. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. We're always thinking about more things and how to do it, how to promote things, and and always thinking about how how we can do things better. Uh, so I feel that that's the that's the there's a really um, big trend of of you know of this mindset here, uh, and and it's the results are shown. You know, before we go into the app in detail, um, Shopify has a number of platform gaps, and like any platform, it's not the ideal platform. It's not a perfect platform. Um, of course, it is the ideal platform for, for many people. But when you dig in a little bit deeper, there's there's always areas that it can improve and there's always improvements being made. But there's one area of Shopify which is lacking, and that's the area of product sorting. Um, and for example, in Shopify, if you sort your products by the best sellers on the actual platform, you can't dictate whether that's 30 days or 60 days. So for example, if you want to build a music chart, which is automatically updating for the last 30 days, your best sellers are your top five. You can't do it in Shopify. So your app absolutely addresses that. So before we go into it in detail, just give the listeners an overview of exactly what Kimonix does. Basically what we do, we help Shopify brands optimize, boost sales and optimize their inventory using smart personalized collections. All right, We integrate what we do basically in a nutshell. We integrate data from the store and from Google Analytics and using advanced analytics, we allow the customers to create smart automated collections and then form a sorting strategy using advanced parameters and one-on-one personalization. All right. So the goal 
is to create an ROI-driven strategy that balances personalization, sales, inventory, margin, and many more parameter, parameters sorry, based on the business needs of each collection. So each collection has its own needs. I've explained, obviously, the platform gap. That's probably not the best way to describe it. I mean, every platform has improvements. But it is a problem that your app is, so, is, is solving, and it's a major, major problem. So, sure. so to, to, to describe your app as a sorting app is a little bit light, isn't it? It's much more than that. Uh, we, we look at it as, um, we call it AMS, AI Merchandising Strategy. Um, we're looking at it as a merchandising solution that sorting is a big issue uh, that we solve because sorting is, is, is very critical for, sh- for stores with hundreds and thousands of products because on average, around 75% of clicks are done are done by customers on the first results page. So those stores, the, the, the sorting strategy is really crucial for them. And there are so many parameters you need to take into consideration. And like you said, Shopify allows, and also other uh, uh, you know, apps on Shopify App Store, they allow just to sort by one parameter. And this is one thing, one parameter. And the second thing is that the time, the, the time period that it's analyzed is all time and not a certain uh, period of time that is very important as well because you might have a bestseller from last season that is, uh, if you're looking at all time, and now you don't want that to be sorted on top if you're sorting by bestsellers. So um, this is a really important thing. And with Kimonix, you can use as many parameters as you want. And as we said, we have advanced parameters, really advanced parameters, other than the basic ones. So like we said, we have personalization, but we also have conversion rate and inventory and days to finish inventory and the, the amount of variance in stock and the reviews in the store, days in store, discount, et cetera, et cetera, many more. Um, and then you can use as many parameters as you want and set the influence of each parameter on the sorting algorithm. Let's just run an example, okay? If I have a store and it has 10,000 products, and I want to create a collection which will automatically update on the homepage, which will push my high inventory items, which are all also high margin, but low converting because I need to sell them. You're saying that your app will automatically decide which products in that collection can be assigned based on those attributes. Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. You can, you can use parameters like the amount of inventory, the inventory value, the how many days it will take to finish the inventory, that indication for slow movers, um, the margin, the real margin after all the promotions and discounts in the store. So you, you, you will take parameters based on that need, on this the collection business need, and then um, create that strategy accordingly. And automatically, you will always have the, the right product at the right time to show in, in the homepage in that, in that case. So really what you're also doing, Daniel, is it correct to say, obviously the, the homepage merchandization takes a lot of time and is for certain store owners who maybe don't have staff and don't have a full grasp of their stock, they're constantly changing it to remove sold out items or items that they don't want appearing for whatever reason that might be part of a different marketing campaign or maybe part of a marketing campaign and they aren't appearing on the homepage and they need to add them rather than take them away. But your app is actually creating the ability to completely self-merchandise the homepage. Is that correct? Exactly. The homepage and the collection themselves. But if you're talking about the homepage, for sure, if you said about, you know, um, 
like the, the items that you want to, to promote and move their inventory or the best sellers or uh, potential products that are rising. Um, so you're just using, you're setting the strategy accordingly, and then it will automatically always have, like I said, the right products for that need. So Daniel, if you were to list out the top four features of Kimonix, what would they be? We have, uh, first of all, let's start from the beginning. The beginning is to create a new, we call it a super collection. You, you create a new collection using our app. Basically, it's the same idea of an automatic collection on Shopify, but you can use a lot of advanced parameters in order to do so. Um, and the, the, this is the first thing that we, uh, we, we provide over, over Shopify. And the second... So that's really, that, Daniel, that's really, really important because what you're actually doing, just for the listeners, you're actually giving the listeners the ability to create a collection with rules in your app and then it gets pushed to Shopify. Exactly. Once you create the shop, once you create the collection on our app, it it uh, it's generated on Shopify admin, and then you can use it as you use any other collection. You put it in the homepage, you put it in the navigation, in the menu, wherever you want. You use it as any other app. By the way, some clients, some customers, they use the smart collections also for the marketing, because they use it for the product feed, the automatic product feed for Facebook and Google, and then automatically control the ads of 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 their campaigns very good very good and to to make things even more complex and uh, uh, advanced we we provide the ability to create a multi-segment collection that means that you can create within the collection um, multiple segments for example let me let me uh, give you an example and you will understand through that um if you have multiple brands within the collection, let's say you have a shoes collection with Nike, Adidas, and Reebok, and you want the Nike, the Nike products to appear first, and then the Reebok, and then the, uh, the Adidas. So you create the first segment with only products that their vendor is Nike. And then you create a sorting strategy based on that. And then you create another segment for Reebok and another segment for Adidas. Another example is with Swarovski, one of our customers is that they wanted certain collections to put all the discounted products first and then create a sorting strategy that moves non-moving inventory and then put all the non the, the, the full-priced uh, products at a bestseller strategy. This is another example. So you can really control. Um, this gives you uh, full control and maximum agility uh, when, when creating and managing the collection. So you can create a single collection to sit on the homepage or anywhere else in the site. I mean, it doesn't have to sit on the homepage mm -hmm. with multiple brands and create distinct rules for each brand. And that could be around inventory. But more importantly, it's also around profitability because you've mentioned margin. You've mentioned mm -hmm. bestsellers. Now, let's take a short break to talk about our sponsors. Rewind.io is the leading backup solution for your Shopify store. Did you know that there's no way of recovering lost data? If your store is gaining traction, app developers or multiple staff may enter your store and there's absolutely no way of fixing human error. Rewind.io allows you to rewind your store back to its original state. So you can reduce your business risk immediately with the Rewind app. It's so easy and is the cheapest and best insurance policy you'll ever need for your Shopify store. Get your first month for free by simply replying to your first email from Rewind and mention this podcast. 
Now, regular listeners will know I love Clavio. It's the single biggest revenue generator I've ever seen across hundreds and hundreds of Shopify stores I've been in. Clavio's data-driven marketing automation platform is sophisticated enough to power those legendary campaigns from the big brands you admire, but they make it simple, they make it easy, and they make it fast. To get started with a free trial of Clavio, visit clavio.com forward slash milk bottle. That's clavio.com forward slash milk bottle. I also note from using the app that you're connecting Google Analytics back into the app. So can you explain the link between Kimonix and Google Analytics? So we're using Google Analytics data in order to provide um, more, even more advanced uh, parameters like conversion rate and ads to cart and list views and list views, uh, click-through rate and, uh, um, and the page views, the exposure of the, of, the, of the products. So this gives you a better idea of the product. Let's say you're creating a bestseller collection and a lot of merchants, they only use the sales quantity to understand which are the best sellers. But I'm saying just because a product is sold the most doesn't mean it's your best product because maybe another product has less quantity of sales, but the conversion rate is higher and the, and the marketing budget was lower and the margin is bigger. So in, in the end, you would want other, uh, those most uh, you know, profitable products to be on front. Daniel, you're making a very important point. One thing I've said a good few times in the podcast is the fact that a lot of busy store owners make merchandising decisions based on emotion and based on their thought. And what a lot of the time, that emotion and that thought can send them in the wrong direction. What you're doing is you are using one thing and one thing only to make a business decision, and that's data. And that is very, very powerful stuff. Now, the feature that I, I love, I just love it. I think it's the, most, it's the simplest thing that you can have in any app is the ability to push out-of-stock products down or, or name a new product, define a new product by the actual time or distance that it's been in the store. So can you explain those two features? Yeah, so just for each collection, you can, you can just click on that uh, checkbox and, and have each product that is out-of-stock just pushed down automatically to the bottom of the collection. That happens, of course, automatically. And for new products, you can set the number of days since it was created to be considered as a new product. So if you want all the products that, that has been created in the past 30 days to be considered new and be pushed to the top of the collection, that's no problem. So you can do that. But you can also use the segments, if you want, to pin products to the top, to pin certain products to the top. So can you explain the segmentation of the new products. Explain how that's done in Kimonix, Daniel. So you can create, like we said before, we talked about the segmentation, the multi-segments collection. So you can you can use it in multiple ways. You can use it for, for whatever you want. So you can use the push up new products, but you can also put uh, a first segment that puts all the, uh, the, if you want only three products, you want only three of the newest products. You don't want all the new products to be on top. So you can use a segment and maximize the number of products to three of the newest products that you have. And then the first three products, uh, the newest products will be on top and then start from the second segment, uh, start uh, you know, displaying what you want. So this way you can really control in any way you have full control. This is the, what we, what we feel like it's the, it's the, um, we bring the closest combination of, of control and manual decision, but using automation and data. Yeah, look, I'm with you 100% and I've, I've used it. Can you explain to the listeners exactly what you mean by AI and how, how that works in the app and your plans and where you're at with that? Yeah, so 
basically, first of all, the personalization. You don't have to use the personalization when using our app, um, but when sorting using um, uh, personalization, basically what we do is using one-on-one real-time session personalization. We look at what, which products does the customer look at, clicks on, views, um, etc. And then from that, based on the purchase history of all the customers in the store, all the products, all the orders, we, we can tell uh, by similarities of other customers and products, which products this customer is most likely to purchase. So, and that we take that part as one parameter, and then we integrate it with all the other advanced parameters. And using that algorithm that we have, we can create that sorting strategy that creates that balance that we discussed and executes it uh, in the store. So what you can do is you can create those segmented collections as we discussed, and you can actually bring it one step further by presenting the customer products that they have previously looked at in the past or your algorithm works out that they would like. It's even more powerful than the segmentation. There's another layer of complexity on top, which is automated. Exactly. So each, basically, we talked about the segmentation and the new collection, but for each segment, you can create the sorting strategy. So this is the second feature. You can sort these segments and, and, and collections that you created in our app, or you can also sort uh, existing collections from your Shopify store. And when we're talking about the sorting strategy, like we said, you can use that um, AI personalization and all the other advanced parameters. You can use our predefined and recommended templates for sorting uh, based on your need, or you can customize your own and then set the parameters that you want, set the influence of each parameter, the influence of each parameter on the sorting algorithm, and then let it fly by its own. Yeah, you touched on an important point, and I want you to go back on that. Within the app, as a basic user, you have access to a number of pre-built templates, don't you? Can you give us some more details on those? Yeah, so I'm an e-commerce and retail consultant in my past. Um, So I've been working with hundreds of companies from small and medium to retail enterprises in all over the world. And also from that, that was the beginning. And then we optimized it as we collect data um, of customers and we understand better and better how to, you know, um, also create ROI-driven strategies. So the first one, the most popular one that we promote the most is the ROI-driven one, right? So boost your ROI template. It is highly recommended and a lot of customers use. And that is the balance of using promote your best products. Also, it considers inventory and margin uh, and sales, of course, and personalization, but this would uh, increase the ROI, and we also have a template for, uh, for optimizing your non-moving inventory. Like we said, in, in like a sale collection, the, the products that are not moving very well, so you can create that and that will use other parameters like days to finish inventory, inventory, inventory value, stuff like that. Um, other than that, we have bestsellers, clearance, um, back in stock, stuff like that. And you also have a feature where you can create a automatically curated collection for the user and then push it out on email. Can you give us some more details on that? Yes, we have, um, what we, we provide is a, a personalized collection for email marketing campaigns. Basically what we do is that you can create a smart collection using our app and then using that collection for your email campaigns. That means that in the end, after you created that collection, we provide a URL based on your uh, uh, email provider. And then you put it in your email campaign 
in the conversion button, like when you have a shop now uh, button, and then the customer lands in their own personalized tailor-made collection page with products uh, uh, most, most suited for them based on their purchase history and you know, similarities to other customers in the store. I love that feature. And again, you can just pop that into your Clavio flow and automatically then you've got a curated collection for your for part of your customer base, which is great. Daniel, I'm noticing I'm getting your emails and you're constantly updating the app. Can you tell us about any new features that you've launched recently? Yes, uh, we have a new, a new feature uh, just launched uh, a week ago called product grouping. This is basically a need. Um, we found that as a big need for mainly for fashion brands. Um, but when you need, um, you want to use the automation, you want to use the data, but sometimes you need some products to always be next to each other. For example, a bathing suit. When the top of the bathing suit and the bottom part of the bathing suit, they must be together. It doesn't matter the data. So we created the, the feature that allows for the customers um, to create product groupings, product groups that they, uh, that means once you group, let's say two products together, a swimming suit, it doesn't matter the data, they will always be displayed next to each other. So once one of the products within that group is supposed to be pushed to a certain position, let's say you sorted the collection by sales and the top of the bathing suit is a bestseller. So it's supposed to be in position number two. Even if the bottom part of the, of the yeah. swimming suit is at number 70, it will always be displayed next to the top part. Very clever. Very clever. And now there's no tag relationship between those two customers or title. Is it something deeper that you're doing? No, it's just it's just for the for the for the merchant decision, just drag and drop, simple drag and drop yeah. of creating those groups. Yeah. Um, we we also plan to do that, you know, as yeah. an AI uh, yeah. stuff of, of you know of products that usually sell uh, well together when they are next to each other or yeah just in general sell good together. Yeah, the reason I mentioned that is because we're working on a store at the moment with 18,000 products and the data is not good and we have to pretty much redesign the data and redesign the titles of the products and also the tagging. Whereas mm. just just what you've suggested would 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 <laughs> automatically fill it or give us the ability to do it much quicker. So so well done on that and look I know that in six months' time, I'll probably get an email from you to say that uh, you've you've added a feature that will fix that. So, so, it's, so, so it's great. You know, our own team loved the app, and I know that customers that we've introduced it to have been really, really impressed by it. So, you've been operating since all the way through COVID. You know, you've I think you only launched maybe was it September, August, September last year. So, how has the reaction been to the app? Actually, we're getting really amazing feedback because this is, um, like you said, something that doesn't exist there yet. And, and we, we, we see already, we predict that the merchant e- e-commerce merchandising uh, vertical will grow tremendously as the online channel grows to be the main one. But just to give you a story, we, I can tell you about uh, Swarovski here in Israel that uh, we're working uh, um, since September. And they, they approached us because they had a big problem optimizing their non-moving inventory products. Um, but they couldn't do that in a smart way because they didn't want to push those products in front because then they will lose sales, right? Just what you talked about. It's, a, it's, it's not possible with Shopify to create that balance. So um, we created a cost of ball to all their sites, the smart collections, using the strategy in order to create, uh, to, to move those non-moving inventory products while balancing that and maintaining the sales and the best sellers products. 
And um, actually, the, the results were pretty amazing and really quick. In one month, we were able to, to uh, reduce the non-moving inventory by 29%. And while doing so, also increase uh, the conversion rate by 18%, resulting a profit increase of 8%. Wow. The data that your app is using, it's all profit-driven data that a lot of store owners wouldn't necessarily have immediate access to. So it's just wonderful. I mean, the reaction that we're getting is the same. The reaction that we're getting on a number of stores that have a high volume of products is the fact that the staff don't have to go in two or three times a week and constantly check that the collection that's on the homepage isn't sold out. The hours of effort that is reduced alone, that's not always valued by using Kimonix, is just great. Daniel, it was great to have you. I think we'll talk again because I know that in 12 months you'll have learned so, so much more about your customer base and about your, your app. You'll probably double the set of features on it and we'll be tracking you. So it might make sense to have another chat maybe in six or 12 months time. But in the meantime, thank you very, very much for your time. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening. All of our episodes are available on Spotify, iTunes and Google Podcasts. A special note of appreciation goes to our sponsors, Rewind.io, the leading backup solution for Shopify store owners. Get your first month of Rewind for free by simply responding to any welcome email once you sign up for your free trial on Rewind.io. And of course, to the email platform Clavio, which helps Shopify brands easily create personalized, multi-channel marketing campaigns using your most powerful asset, your customer data. To get started with a free trial of Clavio, visit clavio.com slash milkbottle. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash milkbottle. If you're a Shopify user with an exciting story to tell, reach out to the team on podcast at milkbottlelabs.com. Until the next time, take care.